We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, Shannon Cameron, John Ritchie. Look, it's almost all about the Eagles around here, as it should be. I mean, it's the week after they lost the Super Bowl. But I do want to say a congratulations to Joel Embiid. Not only did the 76ers win last night, but um, really cool to see Joel get to 10,000 points in his career. And I would say, I would actually say surprising slash shocking to know that he did it in fewer games than Allen Iverson. That is, that's an achievement. I mean, Allen Iverson is one of the great scorers, forget Sixers history, Allen Iverson is one of the great scorers in the history of the NBA. I mean, he is, he is a quintessential scorer guy. Yeah, And to know that Joel, in an era when the center isn't even like, you know, focal point dude, got to a 10,000 points faster than Allen Iverson, that is a tremendous accomplishment. Speaks to him being just that good. Yeah, it does. Now, they do play at a faster pace these days. So if we looked inside all the numbers, I'm sure you have more you know, possessions and more shots per game. And, There's you know, just more overall points scored. Exactly. Yep. So it's a little bit skewed in that reality, but still, that's a, that's a, that's a big-time accomplishment. And, uh, you know, we hope the big guy can lead the Sixers to a title this year. He's got a shot. He really does. He's got a real shot. And we'll see where it goes. All right, 215-592-9494. Speaking of titles, one that was lost by the Eagles the other day, I've got a question about it related to the game and the field and, and the loss and the whole deal. We'll get to that shortly. Life advice with the hammer at 1130. Let's go to Jeff in Wilmington right now. Hi, Jeff. Guys, what's going on? Hey, Jeff. Um, real quick, um, shout out to Angelo for the 33-plus years. You know, most of us listen to this, my age at least, have listened to this radio station since its beginning. And um, it's 
it's part of our life. Like, you know where you were when you hear certain things on the radio. I knew where I was the day it switched from AM to FM, that kind of thing. Sure. It's, it's been – it's just super cool. And you guys and and some of the other uh, shows, they actually – if you think about it, they actually make us better callers. Because when I call, dude, I've got something I need to say. But I might have to switch up in the middle because <laughs> you're bringing up something else. I'm like, oh, wait, I didn't think of that. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's – I don't know. It just makes me – uh it just makes me think a little bit more about what I'm going to say and not just come on here and rant and rave about whatever. Well, thank you. So That's cool. Um, about the Eagles. So I've broken it down to this. You can take any one of these four things. If one of them goes our way, we win the game. The Jalen fumble, the field conditions, the penalty at the end of the game, and the overall defensive play in the second half of the players, not necessarily the coach. You, you put one of those things on the positive – I believe we win that game. I think it comes down to that. It's that simple. Yeah, I believe, Jeff, there's any number of things that if, if just one of them had gone different. Yeah. And, you know, that fe- the field thing, so that field is actually on a track. It, it sits outside when it's not being used. They roll it in. And I don't know if Toma was talking about the field was brought in on Wednesday or if the staging was set on it on Wednesday. That seems like a long time for the stage to be set on a field that, you know, I, I don't know, man. I, I'd have to investigate that a little bit more. But if it, either way, it was it was not a good setup. No, no matter it's, what, it's not. And and you know, it, it is possible this Toma guy's getting dogged, and it's not really his fault. And someone else at the right. league completely yeah. messed up. Now you can yeah. also though say, well, Toma should have, as the expert, as the field expert, he should have because you know we we use the phrase "talk truth to power," right? Yeah, he should have yeah. talked truth to power up the chain of command and said, everybody, shut up and listen to me for a second. If you yeah. put that stage on this field for any portion of these four days, you will lessen the field and have a problem. So, you know, yeah. sometimes you got to have guts in life. I, I don't and know I believe- where I don't know where the truth lies. We, we don't know. I think in time we'll find out, Jeff. But yeah. as of right now, we just don't know. He's He's basically a paid consultant. That's what he's always been. I don't think he has an official position with the league. I just know he's a turf guru. He has been. Well, he, for yeah, he's years. He, he could be a 1099 guy. I don't know. I mean, maybe yeah. he's an employee. Yeah, maybe right. he's not. But he he works right. for the league in some capacity. <clears throat> Jeff, give me yep. a great answer. What's unbelievable? I'm going to stick with WIP. <clears throat> it is unbelievable that Al Morganning can say the fewest things in the course of a show, and everything he says is always on point. That's funny. He is very wise and very funny. He really is very creative. Al, Jeff, appreciate the call. All right, so let me let me just pose a question. And I will predict in posing this question that this will become a pretty damn big topic, maybe a monstrous topic, Ooh. if we found out that something definitely occurred. All right? So there is scuttlebutt. James, I know you're aware of it. John, you, you probably are. There is scuttlebutt. Again, I don't know where the truth lies on this field thing and the ramifications, but there is talk that George Toma, who is a Chiefs fan, may, may, I'm covering myself off legally here, may have informed the Kansas City Chiefs before the game, maybe informed them before the game, hey, guys, you got an issue with the field here. Just so you know, you might want to go with the other cleats. Let me ask this question. If the league determines that that interaction occurred, that he got to somebody with the Chiefs, could be 5 o'clock Super Bowl Sunday, 4 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 6 o'clock, 
And these guys, the Chiefs, all came out with the right cleats instead of the wrong cleats because they knew in advance and were told by whether it's either a league employee or a league uh, contractor. What does the league do? Probably nothing. I think you know, it probably is... happens to, to the guy. Like, Toma, Toma is fired or whatever. Like, he's already retiring. Like, I, I don't – like, what? they're not – I know. What can you do? They're not going to give the – like, they're not going to take it away. I know. I guess, James, there's nothing I hate worse in college basketball. Yeah, take the banner vacate. down. Yeah. Like, there's no taking the banner down. But you got to admit, it would be a pretty big scandal. No, it wouldn't. Oh, Sodgate. John, it's you're wrong. It's already been called Sodgate. I'm no, just John, you. that's a huge scandal. People are already calling it Sodgate. Because, John, it would, it, would, it, would delimit, it would delegitimize Andy Reid's second Super Bowl. It would. Because Especially the guy if said, he was hey, told the field's directly. slippery. Oh, of course it because would. The guy lost said, by three points, this man. Is, yeah. Because a guy said, hey, the field's slippery, Andy. Yeah. The, you, that's self-evident. The guy in charge that of the field. That is self-evident. If a league and, employee and it, does that, and, John. And both teams have the opportunity to get out there on inside. It's not the inside level information. To which the, the whole field, field is, is that slippery. Bad. The whole field is slippery. You can tell it's slippery. It's not rocket science, guys. He didn't give inside privileged information. It's obvious. I disagree. The field is slick. If you, you did, go out I disagree. there and you, and you go through your warm-ups and you feel that. And by the way, it, there's no one simple answer. Like, you act like, hey, here's the magic bullet. Take take your cleats off and change them. Like, every guy has different cleats for different situations. Every guy, different weights, different shapes. It it's It's not one simple answer across the board. You go out there and you adjust to the conditions. They did a better job of that than we did. I get your point, James. There's nothing you can do other than Toma, who no longer works for them, is fired because he's already retired. Uh, I think no, it, the 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 absolute worst case scenario, the the uh, the problem would be if this Toma guy ended up treating the field differently because he wanted well, that it would to be. be slick. But I don't think like we yeah. saying, "Hey, field happens to be slick." That is, it, that's not an infraction. Well, and he probably did say that to Andy Reid. All right, so I, I think it's a bigger deal than you think, John. I'll say this is a league that suspended Tom Brady four games for. Asking somebody to deflate footballs. Seltzer, you're a sports fan. You're an Eagles fan. I know there's no Chiefs title out, but what would happen if people found out that this occurred? It would be a really big deal. It would be a a, a, a major, major story across the country. Because it would also be an integrity hit for the NFL. Forget the game. It would be like, what's going on behind the curtain? Yeah, exactly. What's, what, what's going on? Wait, 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 wait. What else happens we don't know about? For a league that people already ask those questions. It, it would be a problem. Let's talk to Mike in Douglasville right now. Hi, Mike. Hey, guys. How you doing? Doing all right, Mike. So, first let me say, uh, I've listened to this entire station for probably about, like, five years now. Started calling in probably about three years ago. Usually it's the morning show, but I decided to start calling you guys a little bit, you know, get a little rapport, all that good stuff. Um, but I, I'm excited for you guys. Congratulations. Can't wait. Thanks, Should be Mike. awesome. Thank you very much. Um, now, I don't know if I'm just like need to be in pain or something, but I've watched the second half of this game four times now, just wow. trying to figure out like what went wrong. Yep. And I mean, going back to the 
third and two when uh, before we punted the ball. You see the outside backers of Kansas City yeah. crowding that line, and the middle. I mean, they, obviously you got the D tackle sitting there and everything, and the I think there was another linebacker in there, but they didn't even come up the middle. Like we could have just ran the ball straight through the middle, got that third down uh, conversion, and then kept that drive going. Instead, we passed the ball, which was like the I, I think I heard it was the first time. Yep. Um, throughout the game on a fourth and two or a third and two that we did that. And I believe there were six prior where they ran it every time. And, and yeah, Mike, I mean, listen, that third and two, man, that really hurt. And, of course, I think the Eagles should have gone for it on fourth and two, but the third and two set it in motion. Yeah, and I think it was Greg Olson was saying, you know, they have an idea or they know if they're going to go on the fourth down by what their call is. On third down, you know, if they ran the ball on third down, third and five or whatever, fourth down, they're going for it. So when he saw they passed the ball, he already knew that they were going to punt. And, I, you know. Not, necess- not necessarily. that You don't know that right. to be true. I mean, I, right. I, I suppose they probably had it in their mind, I guess. But, um, you know, I want to go back and I just want to blame Gannon so much. And I do believe he is the number one issue with that game. Because, I mean, when you go got four drives and you – do absolutely nothing to stop them, especially, you know, getting scored on with the same play in a row twice. It It's rough, but there are some decisions there by Seriani or Sykin, whoever made the call, that it's like, it's the Super Bowl, guys. Yeah. What, what are we doing? You know, go for it. You know, the, it, well, it, know well to, just, to, just to say, though, Mike, I mean, that's not an easy one. I, I think he should have gone for it, but I acknowledge, I mean, you go for fourth down that far deep in your own territory. I mean, it, it, it is a major risk. Oh, absolutely. It's not a I minor mean, Doug risk. Peterson, Doug Peterson made the risk. He I mean, did, but it, was about, yeah, but it was about 15 yards further down the field. Mike, give me an answer, man. What was unbelievable? About something that's still currently unbelievable, Lane Johnson's uh, consecutive snaps without allowing a sack. Yeah, I think that is still going, right, guys? I think that's oh, yeah. good. All right, yeah, good, good, good job, Mike. Uh, you know, it, there's so much if Sirianni does talk today we'd want to hear about. J- James, still no no, no time and, and knowledge of a for-sure press no, conference? No, Elliot's going to let me know whenever he hears anything. I mean, I don't even know where to begin with the Sirianni press conference if, you, if, if you're the reporters, other than you got 77 meaty topics and you just hope the press conference goes on for a long time. Yeah. How mad are you? How disappointed are you in yourself? How disappointed are you in your team? How disappointed are you in Jonathan Gannon? Did you wait too long to change the cleats? What would be your reaction if you found out Andy Reid was told by someone who works for the league before the game that they had inside information that it wasn't going good with the field? Do you regret punting the ball in fourth and two? Do you regret punting the ball in fourth and six? I, I mean, I, we keep going here. I, You know. You know uh, did you even get a chance to review the game with Jonathan Gannon? Or is he just like, he was gone, clock hit zero, bye-bye. Do you think the interviews that Jonathan Gannon and Shane Steichen did hurt their preparation time? Do you think that played a role in your ability to prep, prepare Absolutely. for the Super Bowl? Do you think Jonathan Gannon actually would have turned down the Arizona Cardinals, but upon hearings that everybody hates him, he's like, you know, <laughs> I'll leave feeling good Arizona. I guess I'll go I, try and figure this Kyler I, thing out. I actually think that is 5% possible. 5%. I think that factors into some because it's the worst job in the NFL. Being the Cardinals coach with Kyler Murray for all these next years, with a torn knee, by the way, it's literally the worst NFL coaching job. The worst. Yeah, it's probably, I mean, it's, it's the up worst. there. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's one worse. 
Yeah, I because mean, normally it's a team. The Colts that's, is a pretty bad. It is, gig too, but at least the Colts have the fourth pick in the draft. Yeah, I mean, you know, you, you look. A lot of coaches that get and a like, job, they take over three and thirteen, four and twelve, or whatever it is now, four and thirteen, whatever the heck. The, but I mean, normally it's not like, yeah, you got a franchise quarterback who's not a franchise quarterback, and you're stuck with him. Oh, and by the way, his knee is torn. Oh, and by the way, he's also a jerk, and everybody hates him, and has a massive contract, a- and also, <laughs> and also bad history with with ownership. Which is your point on yeah, the Colts, oh, big John? Point. Your big point on the Colts point. is they got a bozo owner, and the, and the Cardinals have. Bozo He's owner. been way better than the Cardinals guy, at least in terms of winning football games. Ursa. Anyway, I'm just saying. I I, I look forward to whenever, whenever Sirianni talks, whenever whenever Howie talks. Man, there's a lot going on. Let's go to John right now in Philadelphia. Hi, John. Hey, good morning, everybody. How we doing? Doing all right, John. Listen, I just want to take uh, take the opportunity to congratulate you guys for getting the morning show. Um, I mean, you guys are going to kill it. I enjoy your afternoon show. I don't get a chance to call in usually in your, on your show, but I, I really look forward to hearing you in the morning show. Thank, Thank you so much. Man. Much appreciated, man. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about the Eagles. And, yeah, listen, we all need we all need you guys, you know, to realize that we're all feeling the same thing. Like, you know, we have a tendency to get swept up in ourselves and, you know, realizing that, you know – Listening to you guys and that people talk, you know, and everybody's feeling the same thing really helps you heal a lot quicker. Listen, the scars are going to be there, but at least we'll be able to heal. I mean, as uh, as far as like the field, uh, you know, I kind of agree with you, John, that, you know, they should be, be, be uh, excuse me, be prepared. Yeah. But, you know, if they had a little bit of inside information, you know, that that could be a big scandal. I mean, you know, it kind of. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say that that lost the game for us. There's many other things lost the game for us. That's not. That's not the reason we lost. But it could be part of the reason we lost. I mean, you know, I think we were more effective with our pass rush due to the field conditions than they were. Well, you know, what's also incredible, John. There is a chance that it'll be two straight Eagles Super Bowl losses. Two straight, where the organization and fans and players will be like, "Were we cheated?" Yeah, it's a great point. I mean, you think about that. I mean, that, that, you know, that still hovers over 04, and we don't have proof on 04, and we've never had it, and we'll probably never have it, because proof back then was the, the 01 situation and the 07 situation. And then 04 was just kind of in this middle zone. But I think, you know, there's an, enough dots you can connect to think, yeah, Belichick probably cheated. Somehow. No, we don't I play- think this is even more, like, this is even more clear. This field thing is right in front of our face, you know? And, and yeah, but if he was taping signals, or God no, forbid, taping Eagles, clear, more clear, oh, not well, worse. Yeah, more I clear. said more clear. Yes. Well, well, we, but John James, what we don't know is if the guy actually told the Chiefs. Of course, of course. Yeah. My point is that no matter what, the field impacted the game. That we know. Yeah. Well, we I think we can assume that they were probably given the heads up. If not one chief player changed their cleats, that's really saying something. I mean, you know, yeah. because with that field, there is no reason that you shouldn't have changed your cleats. So. If none of them did, it kind of leads you to believe that, yeah, maybe they did have a little bit. And that stat, about 38% to 14%, I mean, you would expect maybe 5%. Well, I don't know the, what you're talking about. The the Eagles players slipped on 38% of their plays as opposed to 14 for the You would expect maybe 5% one way or the other. That big a gap? I mean, that's that's something. Pretty big difference. John, give me an answer. What was unbelievable? Uh, it was unbelievable with this uh, Phillies offense that we had that they got no hit in the World Series. That's a good answer, actually. I it mean, really is. Yeah, I was at well, that game. Well, especially after game – when you add in after yeah. game three mm-hmm. in the homer barrage, it was that much more unbelievable. Well, and how about – I mean, we – and when I say we, I mean the 45 or 44,000 of us that were actually at that game, and I was there, saw a no-hitter 
No joy, John. Joe, no. uh, Joe. My whole life I've been waiting to Joe, see a no-hitter. It was number one on my bucket list. <laughs> number one on my sports right. bucket list my whole life. Right. Be in the building for a no-hitter. And guess what? It sucked. Yeah. It was the worst experience. And, and by the way, I'll top it off with this. You don't even get a ticket to show for it. That's a great point. <laughs> like, there's no ticket. Yeah. I mean, back in the day, you'd have a ticket. And then if it was the opposing team and it's a World Series, I guess theoretically, if you wanted to try to make 100 bucks, you could sell your ticket after the game to someone who's a Houston Astros fan. I mean, there's probably an Astros fan back in the day to pay 100 bucks for that. You don't even have a ticket. It doesn't exist anymore. Uh, speaking of Phil's, uh, pitchers and catchers today. How about it? How about <laughs> it? So the, the, the thud of the ball hitting the, the catcher's mitt is probably happening right now. And that's uh, it's a good feeling to know that, you know, I mean, John, we'll get all charged up for another Philly season. And it's going to be fascinating to see what they can do. And they you know should do really good. But, you know, tough division and all that stuff. No Bryce for about half the season. We'll see where it goes. Speaking of the Phillies, our next caller is calling from Clearwater. Tom in Clearwater. Hi, Tom. Gentlemen, good morning. Hey, Tom. How are you guys doing today? You guys getting over it? Joe, you, you can call me Dr. Tom today. Yeah. I'm, here to, I'm here to ease your pain well, and try to make you feel better. I don't think you can. Reported today, so. I don't think you can. I know, Joe. I know. I'm still feeling the pain, too, man. I didn't call in on Monday because I knew the pain was – everybody was hurting, and uh, I didn't really want to call in on that day because I was hurting. And then the last couple of days I had to work, so I couldn't call in. So that's why I'm calling. And I happen to call in on the day when pitchers and catchers are reporting. There and they go. just signed Sir Anthony for two more years. Yeah, I, I hadn't gotten to that, but I'm glad you said that. Yeah, Sir Anthony, yeah. To, your, to your deal, and that's good stuff. But if I can – I've been listening for the last three days. So I've been listening, and I've been trying to, like, gather my thoughts and think about what I wanted to say when I called in. And, um, yeah, I mean – I don't know. It's a combination of everything. I don't think there's one thing you can point to. It's a combination of everything. But the big thing to me, what I look at, is that halftime, Andy Reid made adjustments, and the Eagles didn't. He made adjustments. He changed his game plan. He changed his approach, and the Eagles didn't react. Is that true, John? They did he, Did didn't... you see – hold on, Tom, hang on. John, did you sense a, a, a actual adjustments, or did KC just execute better in the second half? It it felt like they had the adjustments in place prior to the game. Like, they were defeating our protection schemes. You know, they had a plan for we'll run this when, they're, when the Eagle defense shows this front because it'll just break it down. It, it felt like more so – look, I, I think it was evident in the score of the second half but I think the first half, the fact that our offense was able to control the ball the way it was, and uh, they just didn't have an opportunity to show their goods in the first half. We got out coached. No, there's no doubt about that. And it wasn't just the second half. It was the whole game. Tom, give me an answer, I, man. What, what's unbelievable? And I just want to say, John, I agree with you 100%. I think Andy Reid had a backup plan, mm -hmm. and when he saw that his main plan did not work, uh, in the first half, and they only scored seven points, he went to his backup plan, and the Eagles were not ready for it, and he took advantage of it. Uh, that's just You have to give credit to him. All right, a lot did. of credit to him. All right, what's unbelievable, yeah, Tom? Um, I'm going to say um, the word unbelievable was actually used in this. I can't win the prize because it's something local there in Philadelphia, but the word unbelievable was actually used 
after Al Michaels said, do you believe in miracles? Ken Dryden said, unbelievable. I like, you that. Know? I like that answer. Yeah, I, I, I can remember obviously hearing that. We've heard the call a million times. I don't know if I ever remember knowing that it was Dryden and not Al Michaels right there. That's interesting. All right, coming up, something unbelievable. Uh, apparently people ask me for life advice, even though, John, my life's a waste of time. We'll get to life advice with the hammer next. Rock my life's a waste of time. On 94 WIP. Pro and college hoops, hockey, MMA, and so much more. The Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app has you covered. Get odds, bets, slots, and games right in the palm of your hand. It's safe, secure, and easy to use. The official sportsbook for the real Philly sports fan and the only sportsbook and casino app that I recommend. Bet on more than just the score. Bet on player performances, too. And with live in-game betting, you can bet during the game. Bet player points, assists, and rebounds. And you can bet pro basketball futures also. Our team's tied for the fifth best odds to win the whole shebang at plus 1,000. Our center has the second best odds at plus 350 to win league MVP. I absolutely believe he'll finally win the award this season join me now new users can get up to 750 dollars in sportsbook bonus back if your first bet isn't a winner download the app start playing instantly with the bet park sportsbook and casino app i'm now realizing that it might be two straight super bowl losses the eagles are cheated seriously Anyone else thought about that stuff? You hadn't thought about that Not yet, right? He said it. No. Holy mackerel! Not cool, man. <laughs> Not My cool. God. All it's right. going to be worse for you if you keep thinking of it like this. But it's I can't going help to it. be. But it is worse. what it is. It's how Look, I feel. I I get that. I get that. And maybe I don't know. Maybe maybe I have uh, like extended experience at losing these games, so I'm choosing to yeah. look at it differently players also look at th- things different than totally different people that have been fans of. i mean yes. we're gonna we're gonna play some audio jason kelsey where he, he he's not outraged by the field and i'm I, i'm stunned by that i mean that. just listening to you and rich go back and forth you're both saying the exact same things it's yeah. like that's what players say fans say it differently yeah we do we, we do. just do i mean we're getting but, more but and more on, over hold here on. Don't, time goes on maybe maybe <laughs> you should take a page from from our book because it helps you bounce cope. back. Cope. You, yeah. yeah. This cope. Look, if, if you just let it go and say, hey, you play that game, you know, 10 times and I expect the Eagles to win seven of them. And that wasn't one of the times, you know, that, that we got to take advantage of uh, last Sunday. It, it's it's OK to say that we weren't the better team on that day. We were the better team. We weren't the better team on that day and the field and the calls and that stuff. We didn't do enough to overcome it. It it does make you feel, I don't know, less uh, less. A- there, there's no solution to your anger. No, there's, there's because, not because because that will never go away. the The fact remains that that this team this team should have played better, and that's the way I look at it. And and I choose to look at it that way, and I have always looked at it that way, and I think it's helpful. I'm just trying well, to help I pr- you. I know you are, and I appreciate that. Look, we said it's a therapy session around here, so we're all going to be trying to help each other out, and I I don't think I'm going to heed your advice, counselor, but I appreciate it. I mean, I do. Let's go to the phones. Hey, what's up with uh, Joe? You notice Joe's been wearing pink this whole week? I did not notice Well, that. two days. It's two days in a row. Oh, really? It's the exact same outfit, two straight days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it's not the whole week. 
Wait, yeah. why? Why is Wait, that? What? Did you? What do you did mean? you have a sleepover last <laughs> night or something? <laughs> <laughs> I think it closed there. You ready, you ready for this answer? Yeah, please. I did not have a sleepover last night. Oh, no. Wait, so what? Did you not so do laundry? So what are you doing? Did you sleep in that that outfit? No, I didn't do that. There is an explanation now. I, okay. I need one at this point. So way. yesterday I wore this, and I, I do like this outfit. I think it's like one of my one of my above average ones. And the I don't have salmon pullover. Yeah, I don't have too and many. And it was the Angelo Day. A lot of people That's here. That's the answer. I wore this yesterday. I like it. <laughs> I knew we were going to see a lot of sponsors in here this morning because a lot of the WIP sponsors, or at least Angelo sponsors. We're here to fet Angelo today, and I said to myself last night, oh, I like that outfit. I Let's run it back. Run it back. Yeah. You know? Like, the, don't get rid of Jimmy Butler. Keep Jimmy Butler. Run it back. Sixers didn't run it back with Jimmy Butler. They should have. I said today, I'll run it back. So, that's 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 good. It's always strategic, John. There's very little that I do that's not strategic. Joe has new pants on, too. I Did do. Did you notice? He's no good longer work, wearing buddy. jeggings. <laughs> I'm proud of you, pal. <laughs> oh, You're oh, sprucing boy. it up, though, Joe. Uh, Amy from Villanova sprucing yeah. me up. All right, to the phones. Let's go to Joe, who's calling us from Iowa. Hello, Joseph. What's up, fellas? Um, first time calling the show, and I wanted to get in before you guys made the move the mornings. Usually not up that early. Uh, thank well, you for calling. for calling. Yeah. Yeah. And, Joe, you've grown on me over the years, i got to say. Um, just a little bit, though. Wow. So let me ask you this, Joe. What did, what did you what did you first think of me? Four years ago, five, six? What was what well, was the honestly, problem? And I actually tweeted at uh maybe at Eskin back in the day, Spike, because it was you were crushing Wentz, you were screaming, you hated him. I thought it sounded disingenuous. I thought you were just looking for reaction, which in your role, as you know, is at times important. A but lot of people do it. I, I, listened, I don't do that, but go ahead. Thank you. Yeah, well, that's what Spike said, and uh, I didn't believe him. But as I've listened <laughs> to you more, I do believe you're more honest than I originally thought you were, and I do appreciate that. Thank you. Carson buddy. Wentz is horrible. Thank you. Yes, I think it was that day. Um, <laughs> and I and never, and I never said I hated in, him. Never said I hated him. Just said he stinks. Yeah, well, and you were do right. you hate him now? Um, I don't hate him. There's very yeah, few people I hate. Just Ben Simmons. Hate Ben Simmons. Yeah, I, I hate Ben Simmons. <laughs> hate him. Um, anyway, guys, uh, uh, listen, I'm stunned and angry, still uh, so disappointed. I think you guys have hit a lot of things on the head, though, calling the game complex with why they lost it. I thought Rich Cannon brought up some great points, obviously. Richie, you said some things about the defense that have made me think a little differently. Um, I don't know if people around the country understand – you know, what we go through is the Philly sports fandom. And I think that makes it, you know, in ways like a little bit more galvanizing as a, as a, uh, as a city, but in a lot of ways too, like, I don't know that other fan bases would react the way we're reacting right now. Um, you know, it's, it sucks, man. Yeah. It really sucks. It's a little more, it prim- right it's a little more primal for us, Joe. Look, no, no yeah. fan base would, would just be happy with this, but I think yeah. it is true that we, we do care more. And it's yeah. it's a it's more ingrained in our lives, and um, so it it hurts deeper, and it, and it makes you angrier for, than than you know would be the reaction of of many others. Joe, give me a great answer guys, for what was. Go ahead. Yeah, what are you gonna do, you say? Guys, do you guys think five years from now, ten years from now, if Mahomes is knocking on Brady's door as far as rings, will that ease this thing at all? And then the other one I had for you is like for Jalen Hurts. You know, can you remember a play that would be more essentially culpable in a big-time spot in that fumble 
and he's getting zero heat for it. And I'm not saying he should because he played an unbelievable game. But yeah. as our, you know, as Philly sports fans, we had so many crushing losses, so many big mistakes. Reese Hoskins missed grounder, yeah. you know, things that predate me. And Hurts is getting zero flack for this. And I think it just shows how much the city's grown to love him, how great he played in that game. Yeah. And it's just, you know, such a tough Let me Let me think mistake. about that because you bring up an interesting point. What was unbelievable, Joe? Well, I was going to go with the fact Ben Simmons can't shoot a basketball still at this point <laughs> in his NBA career. Um, you know, to me, that's absolutely unbelievable. You can win. I'll write it down. I think that's a great yeah, answer. Just, All right, let's with go that. with that. You hey, know, Joe, somebody, somebody brought – yeah, go ahead. Call us more often, man. You're a good caller. Hey, thanks, guys. Thanks, Take buddy. Care. You thanks, got Joe. it, man. Um, so that's an interesting point. James, you might be able to lock in on this. In Philadelphia sports, a bigger miscue that's kind of swept under the rug than the Jalen fumble. Kurt Schilling had a bad game, one of the 93 World Series. No one talks about it because he dominated game five and he dominated in the NLCS. But I think he gave up, I think it was five runs in game one. So they got off to a bad start in the World Series and he didn't pitch great. I mean, we won't talk about Wheeler in this year's World Series, his first start. You know, he really struggled, the dead arm thing and all that. They ended up winning the game, so it doesn't matter. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Honestly, there, there are not many. We talk about him, you know? Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, we will in the future talk about the Hurts thing, but people just don't want to dwell on it. It's also it's, it's like play, what, it was one what, play exactly. and the whole game. Like he was great. When there's and also it nothing, was a big mistake, but, but it was we one never play. Saw him do stuff and he like doesn't that. do yeah. that normally. It wasn't right. like oh, Jalen again. It was like what? Right, and it's not something that's a concern for next year. It's not like oh, yeah. I now think less of him a quarterback for next year because he dropped the ball. It's it was like a fluke. It's, one other thing that yeah, Elliot, it was completely a well, one other thing Elliot brought up that no one said that I'm surprised hasn't even been brought up is is it possible with the field the ball was a little slippery on that play like I don't know the field was really wet like they showed guys their hands were like soaking wet when they were running across the field I know it didn't happen but yeah. I'm just saying that play you never know like yeah, there's so know. many angles on it it's the only fumble in the game where the ball changed I mean it's one of like Miles fumbled and is that it for fumbles. Miles and it also just twice. slipped out right. of his hands. No one hit the ball. I know. Like, that was what made it so weird. It's like it tripping over your feet. Exactly. I mean, it's, it's, exactly it's right. like he tripped over his feet and happened to be in the Super Bowl and it resulted. I think he was shocked. He was shocked. Well, of course he was that shocked. There was, that there was a, a linebacker sitting right in his face. Right in oh, the Oh, you mean that he was trying to. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant shocked that he dropped the ball. Look, I, I'm looking to place <laughs> place blame for that play. And There's I, no blame. It's just bad luck. I. I don't think it is bad luck. I think it was bad either coaching in terms oh, of. Oh, John, come on. Isaac That's Sayamalo, not fair. you've got a linebacker in your face, in your gap, and you're going to leave him. You're going to abandon an unblocked player on a play that the quarterback's supposed to be keeping it. Yeah, but. That's crazy. I can't say it's serious fault that Jalen Hurts dropped no, the I'm ball. No, I'm saying it could be Jeff Statlin's fault. Well. I've had issues with the way they pick up pass blitzes all year long, and that was a play that it, there was an obvious choice. Do well, the you, guy was coming do you block yeah. the guy directly in front of you, the linebacker, Nick Bolton, who's good, or do you uh, slide down and help the center who's blocking Chris Jones? He helped the center, double-teamed the, the, you know, the, the nose tackle, and left Nick Bolton unblocked. Yeah, I if I'm you. Jalen Hurts, I'm not expecting that. So I'm I'm going into that you know going into that gap. But you still can't. But, but, but John, all of a sudden, holy cow! I got to yeah. switch the ball. Not ready for it. But you still shouldn't drop the ball without being touched. No, I mean that's you, you know, should not. Right. And he does not. I know he doesn't. It's the one time we've ever seen it. James, what do you got in there right now? 
So Howie Roseman and Nick Sirianni will be speaking today. The Eagles are saying, in all caps, approximately at 2 o'clock. So it'll be somewhere in the 2 o'clock range okay. today that those guys will be speaking. Fair enough. All right. Um, Obviously, John and Ike will be carrying it whenever. Yeah. And you know what? Maybe coordinate with them and we get them. They're already talking. Get them maybe in with us at the end of our show so they can kind of crank it up as we're We're, we're going to figure down. out all the stuff. Yeah. Talking to Fritz. We got it. All right. Let's uh, do uh, what we do every Thursday at this time. A little life advice with the hammer. Oh, well, some say that. I don't say that. Or anymore, I don't say that. James, final life advice with the hammer on the midday show, a segment that, John, we know will be going to the morning show. Looking forward to it. Uh, James, what does someone need help with today? All right, we got a doozy today. I, re- I don't know how I would handle this. So this is, uh, this is calling the hammer in the last midday life advice hammer. Okay, uh, from the text line. Uh, my girlfriend and I sp- uh, split up over the summer. It wasn't a bad breakup, but then she's moved on and is living with a new boyfriend now. Well, hold on. Boy, that she's really like moved breakup. on. Yeah, I mean. Oh, sorry, sorry, not living. Moved on with a new boyfriend. That's okay. my fault. My fault. Oh, I read okay. that wrong. Moved on with a new boyfriend, and we don't talk anymore, even though we were close friends for six years before we dated. Wow. Her little brother is 12 years old, and we grew close while we dated. We used to play basketball, and I would go to his games and do other activities with him. It was like a big brother, little brother relationship. I, she thinks it's weird that he still wants to hang out with me. He asked if we could play basketball and go to Six Flags, but she doesn't want me to. Her parents still like me and have no problem if I wanted to hang out with her little brother and, and do a big brother thing. But am I crossing a line with my ex? You're not crossing a line. You should tell the former girlfriend to go pound sand. Uh, if her younger brother wants to hang out with him, such is life. That's it. Wow. No, it's, it's as easy as it can be. I mean, if you can stomach it, meaning, you, you know, you care about the kid, obviously, and you're okay on your account hanging out with the kid. You care about him. You enjoy it. You get some satisfaction out of it. I do think you have to consider her feelings. I don't here. consider her feelings. Well, he cares about <laughs> I don't her. Consider her he was friends with her for six years before they dated. I do think he is considering her feelings. Well, he's That's considered- why he's a- asking well, this. Right, and I'm and saying- And he should consider her nah, feelings. Pound she's uncomfortable with him being around That's because her- she's got her other boyfriend around. That That's a real problem. Then she should talk to her brother or run enough to flagpole to her parents and all that, but it, it is what it is. The young kid's coming to him to hang out. He likes the kid. Hang out. Wow. Oh, I'm done. I'm man, done. I feel like this. I don't know, <laughs> Joe, man. That's just it. Set it up no. like for a bomb to go off. Who cares? Well, I think he does. He, just he should. Said, too. He, the reason he's asking the question is because on some level he doesn't feel fully okay. Well, with clearly, it without, yes. And I'm saying I I understand that. And I, I you should just feel totally fine with that. So so going so, against so, her wishes. Suggest, so you're going to ignore the twelve year old kid. What I would suggest is talk to the parents. If the parents nah. are cool with it, have the parents talk to your ex. Like get other people involved to help say, hey, listen, you know, little Teddy loves hanging out with Bob. They have a really good relationship. It's like a little brother, big brother thing. You gotta have a little brother or big brother. Like, hey, maybe you're good. You got a new boyfriend. Why don't you like? Let this happen and not be, you know, difficult about it. Like, I think you, you could need do to that, factor, and then the parents talk to her, and you know, you need to factor her feelings in, and you need to explain to her if you think you can pull this off. Okay. Hey, you don't have to worry about it feeling strange. I'm not going to make a big deal out of it. I, I'm happy for you. I'm happy that you're happy. It's not going to be weird with me and the the new guy. 
I'll try to steer clear Listen, if it makes you feel better. There it is. You do have to factor feelings in. I don't agree with these guys' advice, but go pound sand. And there it is, life advice <laughs> with the hammer. I got to use that saying more. Go pound sand. Yeah, it's good. It's go twice today. It's a theme today. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm in a bad mood. Yeah. I mean, I I'm in a freaking flat out bad mood. Eagles lost Super Bowl. This there's a 50-50 chance this would have been the parade. Right now, mm-hmm. everybody just. I'm not trying to have you drive so off I the road. I thought about that yesterday. Yeah, well, it was so beautiful. It was out. yesterday or today. I was like, man, today would have been a day for it. Yeah, well, so would today. Sure. Yesterday sure. or today, 50-50. This would have been a parade. Right now. Right now. Let's go to Bridget. Bridget, I'm in a foul mood all week, and it ain't okay. going to change. Hello, Bridget. Hello, guys. Okay, first of all, I want to congratulate you on your morning show. I will do my best to get up and listen to you guys. I know I came late to the program during the football, you know, during the playoffs and stuff, but you guys are the funniest guys on this show. I love how you disagree to agree and everything. But today I have to agree with John. (laughs) With this fillet, with the Eagles. Yes, we have to get over this. John, you should know because I remember when you guys lost against the Patriots. Mm-hmm. You, you know, it's just we have to think positive. Okay, we had a great season. Yes, we beat every team. Yes, but somehow I was watching that game, and where was the cover? You're talking about the defense? Yes. Yeah, it was bad, and it's a combination of players and, and Gannon. I mean, they're, they're, they're all culpable yeah. in that regard. I agree with now, you, let me Bridget. Ask you guys, let me ask you guys this. Maybe you've seen it. I, I know I've seen it, but maybe you've seen it better. In the beginning of the first quarter, I, they had a close-up of Hurt. Was he looking tired already? Because they looked like they were wearing him down. I did not notice that at all. He was running all okay. over the field. I, don't, I doubt well, it. Well, hold on, Bridget. I'm, I'm just, I want to clarify. Are you saying he was huffing and puffing out of breath? Or are you saying yeah. you think he looked tired like he didn't get enough sleep? Tired, no, I like, don't know which one we're talking about. Two different oh, types oh, of tires. Okay, no, we're talking about like huffing and puffing, like because it looked like all the stress was on him. I mean, listen, so, I think sometimes in those moments, maybe the body reacts a little different, but I did not notice that with him. Oh, well, he had the ball for the whole first half of the game. Well, yeah, he ran the ball yeah. a lot. He was doing a lot. Yeah, he probably was tired. And, moments and can get game, to someone though. That game takes more out of you than any game you've right. ever played in because yeah. of the emotions you've invested. All, you know, for the two hours prior and then during and then the halftime and everything else, it is exhausting. And that's part of what made Tiger – and I'm not saying Jalen didn't manage his emotions. I think he was fine. But yeah. part of what made Tiger it's Tiger, Tiger could stand over a putt. You know, it's the 18th <laughs> hole. It's the 72nd hole of the golf tournament. You know, there's, you know, hundreds of, you know, people there and there's millions of people on TV and sinks the putt. I mean, that's, that's sports. Bridget, give me an answer. What's unbelievable? Uh, well, this doesn't have to do with sports, but here's newsworthy. How about the Watergate scandal? <laughs> Watergate is unbelievable. There's no doubt about yeah. it. Yeah, it's, it's pretty unbelievable. <laughs> Watergate. That's a great answer. Let's go to Gary in Northeast uh, Philadelphia. Hi, Gary. Hey, boys. Uh, listen, man, you, you've been my therapy. Uh, I drive up and down 95 all day as a courier, so you're definitely my ther- therapy, too. That's well, thanks. Good. Thanks, Gary. Good to hear. Hey, listen, um, I got a couple points. Let me make my points. Um, as, as far as I, I cannot believe I was watching um, uh, Steichen's uh, uh, press conference. That, that crackhead Ursay flew in here Friday night, and they, they interviewed him before the Super Bowl. 
and I'm sure Phoenix talked to the other uh, Gannon too. How is that? How is they're, that right? They're allowed to, Gary. I mean, don't you think that's taking their minds off the games? Well, yeah, well, well, maybe, yeah. But but there's also a rule in place. There's a window when those organizations can talk to them. They obviously can talk to the agent. This is not uncommon. It is unfortunate for us as Eagles fans. It is certainly possible that their attention might have been divided. But it's not against league rules. And, yeah, as far, you know, as far as Gannon, too, you know, not even to stay here, I think to, to to do the press conference and discuss the game, I think it's such an insult to, to uh, Sirianni, the Eagles, I, I the whole actually, organization. I, I, I agree with you, Gary. I, I agree with that point. I think Gannon and Steichen should have – I don't believe Gannon flew back with the team. I think we heard that. I don't know what Steichen Yeah, did. yeah, he was out there. Yeah, yeah he, I, already, he already hugged Kyle Murray. They're buddies already. I believe that, John – tell me if you agree with this. You tell that – team you're about to you can sign the contract you can physically sign the deal but i think you tell that organization you're about to take over let's announce on wednesday or thursday give me hang on a second here i'm going to fly back with my team mm-hmm. i'm going to address my players might address the philadelphia media and then i i'm you know i'll be back out here on wednesday thursday we do I'd that press love conference. That. i think I that would have been more that. appropriate but this but, felt this felt college football-ish you know when the college football coach will leave before the bowl game i mean these guys finished the game so i'm not saying they finished they didn't finish the season but this felt a little bit like escape hatch in a way that Absolutely. I think it's disrespectful. I, I, it'll never sit well. And to his point, the idea that uh, Jim Irsay was talking with Shane Steichen for what was reported five-plus hours. On, I mean, which, on which day? Uh, pr- the week prior to the Super Bowl. So I, the bye week. I'm not week. sure which day, but yeah. the week prior. Yeah. It, I mean, that is – these coaches, every every second is precious because you feel like you have so much to do to get ready for this game. And, but you know, five-plus hours doing something else, that doesn't sit well with Because you also know he's preparing for that before those five hours occur. It's it's more than five hours. So, yeah. I, I, I agree. It's it's a problem, Gary. It's Gary, give me an answer, man. What, uh, yeah, what, let, me what... Me, let, me, let me give you one more point. I'm a retired ice hockey official. Yep. That call, okay, we're taught, Joe, if you see it, you call it. It was a hold. We can't be dishing. We can't be the San Francisco whiners, okay? That call was a hold. These guys get judged on this stuff. We used to get judged on the games that we called. That's why the guy had to make that yeah, call. But my, here's my differentiation, Gary. There's a hold that you call and a hold that you don't call. And I believe this was a hold that you don't call. Also call it in the first half if you're going to call it. Well, it, well it was, yeah. Guys, it was too high. He had a whole. He had his whole shirt. Yeah, it, was it was too very obvious. Very brief. Gary, give me an answer. What's unbelievable? Oh, uh, that I I just left Philly. I'm in Washington. I was, I've been holding since uh, I left Philly two two hours. Okay, you got it. Length of time on hold. You got it. That can be a winning answer. Length of time on hold. Nope. Uh, well, listen. Here's I'm, a, I'm not voting for it. it. I'll t- ah, I'm not voting for it. Sorry. It's okay. It's, it's all right. I get it. But, everybody, you know, it's it's what it is. We do our best down. here. Everybody settle down. Uh, Howard Eskin, he joins us next. We'll talk to the King. Our final Thursdays with the King um, and uh, all the calls up ahead. Plus, Ray Dittinger at 1245 on 94 WIP.
Just like football, your restaurant, hospitality, or casino business needs an innovative game plan and flawless execution in order to win. So if your point-of-sale system is lacking the latest technology or if it's not helping you sell more, earn more, or work less, you need to talk to my friends at PDQ Signature Systems. PDQ has everything you need for success, including mobile POS, self-service kiosks, enterprise reporting, contactless functionality, data and cybersecurity, and the best service and support in the industry. PDQ is the fastest, easiest, and most reliable POS available. That's why PDQ POS has been the top-rated restaurant management system for over 35 years. Whether you have a single-location restaurant or thousands of locations, Joe Flynn and his team of POS experts will create a custom game plan that will help your business grow like never before. Trust me, if you want a point-of-sale system that will truly make a difference for your business, you need PDQ POS. Schedule your free demo and business consultation today at pdqpos.com. That's pdqpos.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.